Welcome to Success in Medicine. I'm Dr. Samir Desai. This is the third and final part of our series on the supplemental ARIS application. And in this episode, we will be talking about the preference signaling section of the application. In previous episodes, we spoke about how to complete the two other sections, namely the past experiences and geographic information. The ARAS supplemental application is a new component of the residency application for applicants participating in the 2021 to 2022 match. As a reminder, only programs in preliminary and categorical internal medicine, categorical general surgery, and dermatology are participating in the supplemental application. So what is preference signaling? With preference signaling, you can indicate your interest in a residency program at the time of your application. Preference signaling is new to internal medicine, general surgery, and dermatology, but is not entirely new in the residency selection process. In fact, it was piloted last year by otolaryngology residency programs. It was viewed positively, and for that reason, was adopted this year as a pilot program for these other specialties. In case you're worried about taking part in preference signaling, let me share the words of Dr. Sonia Malexade, Program Director of the Georgetown Otolaryngology Residency Program, and I quote, The initiative is meant to be applicant-friendly. It's an opportunity for students to reach out to specific programs where they have special interests whether it's geographic or other reason. By raising a hand and saying, look at me, it draws attention to their application. Is this something you should do? The answer is 100% yes. Let's talk about why you should absolutely do this. In the 2021 Program Director Survey, the NRMP asked programs to identify the factors they use to make interview decisions. One factor they inquired about was the applicant's perceived interest in the program. Over 70% of programs in dermatology, internal medicine, and general surgery cited this as a factor used in determining whom to interview. So clearly, your interest in a program matters to many programs. But just how important is it? As it turns out, it's very important. Program directors in this NRMP survey rated perceived interest in the program well above 4.0 on a scale of 1, with 1 being not very important, to 5, with 5 being very important. To understand why your interest in a program matters to them, let's look at things from the program's perspective. Residency programs find it difficult to process the record-breaking numbers of applications they receive every year. Whittling down a very large group of applications into a smaller group to offer interviews is tremendously challenging. There are more qualified applicants, in other words, candidates that the program see as being successful residents, than available interview spots. With that being the case, expressions of interest from applicants can be helpful to them in their decision-making. Look at it this way. If you had two candidates that were equally likely to be successful, but one communicated a clear and convincing level of interest, who would you rather interview? Residency programs are also afraid of not filling their class through the match. 
and they would be at higher risk for that happening if they didn't factor in interest on the applicant's part. So if you do signal your preferences on the ARAS supplemental application, will this hurt you at other programs? In other words, will programs that you don't include in your preference signaling be less interested in you? And the answer is no. And the reason for that is that programs that you do not signal will not know if you have taken part in preference signaling. The only thing that programs see is if you have signaled their program. Now, how do you decide which programs to signal? For every applicant, this is going to depend on their unique situation. Keep in mind that no two applicants are the same. First, you need to consider the strength of your application and the competitiveness that you are bringing as a candidate. If you have been working with an advisor, I would recommend that you meet your advisor to get a better understanding of how your application would be viewed by different programs. There are certain individuals at U.S. medical schools, for example, like program directors and clerkship directors, that have in-depth knowledge of how students with similar profiles to yours will have fared in securing interviews and matching in the past with different programs. They can be a goldmine of information and help you select programs to signal. With their informed advice, you can ensure that preference signals are sent in a way to maximize your chances of getting interviews. Beyond considerations of the strength of your application and your competitiveness as a candidate, you also have to factor in your career goals. And your career goals do matter. So if you know the direction you want to take your career, that should be factored into your decision making. Let's say, for example, that you want to make teaching a major part of your career. If that's the case, you may wish to signal programs that have special teaching programs as part of their residency curricula. Mission and fit are also considerations. Every program has a mission, and they look for applicants who are aligned with this mission. You can also signal programs because you have a geographic interest. Now, are there programs that you should not signal? And the answer to that question is yes. For example, you don't need to signal the program at your medical school. If you've done an away rotation somewhere, you don't have to signal that program either. Why? Because you've already shown your interest in that program by being their student. The AAMC has also informed programs that are participating in the supplemental application that they have instructed applicants not to signal programs where they attend medical school or have done away rotations. So you will not be penalized for not signaling those programs. Now, how many programs can you signal? You can signal up to five programs for participating specialties, with the exception of dermatology, where the maximum number of programs that you can signal is three. So look at preference signaling as a way to communicate your interest with a handful of programs. And since you can only communicate that interest to three to five programs, these programs will know that you are very interested in them, that your interest is sincere and significant, something that they call credible. And if that nets you three to five interviews that might have been difficult for you to secure otherwise, your odds of matching went up by quite a bit. So the bottom line, preference signaling is in your best interests. Of course, it may be difficult to decide which programs to signal, 
But if you can do that in a strategic way, it can have a powerful effect on your chances of match success. For more information on the ERAS supplemental application, please also listen to part one and part two of our podcast series. Part one went into past experiences, and part two covered your geographic information. And this brings to a conclusion our three-part episode on the ERAS supplemental application. But keep in mind that we have lots of other information on this podcast, as well as on our website, thesuccessfulmatch.com. And I invite all of you to access those resources to get the latest information and uh, keep you going on this path of matching successfully. Thank you again for joining us on the Success in Medicine podcast. I'm Dr. Samir Desai. 